Kaylin. And your boy Shout Time Show. And every Monday here on DFWIRadio.com. We pull up. So if we pulled up, you know it's it's six o'clock and Mr. Shaw already told you it's time to pull up. So, Mr. Shaw, how was your weekend? No complaints. No complaints at all. Just working, grinding, preparation, all that little good stuff. Okay. So you said your weekend was pretty decent, no complaints. We're going to go ahead and jump right into it. So as we know, with COVID-19, we thought was, I think people thought it was gone away. I don't know how. What do you mean you don't know how? You don't know how, why don't you, why don't, why is it that you think people should have known it was still here? Uh, what, 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 what inclination gave you that it was over? Cause, cause, uh. Governors open back up the world. They they don't know what's going on. The doctors barely know what's going on. Scientists barely know what's going on. Everybody should just took precaution and kept the, the what got me was the protest, right? I respected the protest. The protests were needed, were truly needed. But I was saying all these people out here like COVID over. And the numbers probably went back up and one reason alone was the protest and the riots, right? And again, it was needed. But was it was it truly needed? And we weren't for sure COVID was done for. We don't have a, we don't have a cure. No one has gotten a cure. If there is a cure, the only people who got it or or millionaires, right? All right. There's there was nothing that told us that COVID nineteen was over. Why why did everybody feel like it was gone? That was my thing. What what gave you that? Right. What gave you that inclination? Because governors said open back up. They wanted the money to start rolling back. All right. Everybody was broke. America gave us too much free money. Right. So that's how I'm looking at it. Like I never thought COVID was done. I never was back out. I haven't been that back out to eat, right? I'm still picking my food up and going. The only thing I did was went back to work, but I needed money, right? So that's the only reason I went back to work because I needed money. But other than that, nothing showed me that the world opened back up. We probably won't get sports. They canceled the Hall of Fame game. I said if they canceled the Hall of Fame game. What's the chance of us getting NBA basketball? Then the NBA said they got procedures and protocols in place. We shall see. MLB. I, I don't know. You're outside, air movement. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So for me, nothing showed us that COVID that, that COVID nineteen was done for. Nothing showed us that it was gone. I think people were so tired of sitting in the house. They're like, man, just let me get. Out. I ain't worried about it. That's that's what's wrong with society, right? Y'all y'all are gonna always ask. We're asking for police to protect us. We don't need to protect ourselves. Well, I, I think one of the. I mean, in my opinion, that one has nothing to do with the other. I think with COVID. What we have to what we have to remember is people will move based on how leadership moves. So if our leaders across the nation were telling people we've we've turned we've turned a pandemic from a pandemic into a political um, crossfire. And that that's the reason why I feel like that the cases are on the rise. The cases are on the rise, but there were protests everywhere. But remember where the hot spots are. Mm-hmm. The hot spots are here in Texas, in Alabama, where they never closed down. The governor never shut Alabama down. In Texas, where we opened up sooner mm-hmm. because of spike in cases. California, you saw protests. You saw protests in New York. You have not seen the spikes the way that you but have. They still shut in down. Texas, Georgia, California was still shut down even with the protests, though. They 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 ain't open back up. Exactly. And so I can't, I don't think it's the protest. What they reclose are things like the gym. Um, they're talking about the gyms need to be reclosed. In Texas, they've now reclosed the bars. So those people that were in the bars are not necessarily the people that were protesting. What I'm saying, if, if you think that in the gyms and the bars, 
was more likely to pass on COVID than the people at the protest? I think people at the protest, if we pay attention, had masks. I think in the Republican South, because this has become a political situation. But I also you, saw I also people, saw protesters with no mask on. You know, so just, just I, what what I'm I'm out and about. When I'm out and about, I can tell you who don't ha- who doesn't have on masks, and those are usually people that are aligned with Donald Trump, who is our president, who has decided he will not wear a mask. I can't say that. I, I can't say that. I work the numbers. In the, I, I work in the, the restaurant. Are I work in the restaurant. I work in the restaurant. And I see people come in. It's it's, it's people of every every color. To, last Saturday, I, I it was a it was it was a black and the, the black dude. Why I got to put on the mask? I'm finna eat. So I, I can't say it's just the people that look like Donald Trump. I'm in. I'm. I'm in, not, they, I didn't say they look like Donald. I mean, Trump. that represent that, that are for Donald Trump. I'm saying that I know he doesn't. He's not for Donald Trump. And again, it was people of every color. I saw do it. It, it well, wasn't, wasn't so just what one. I'm looking at is I understand you're going from a personal a personal standpoint. I'm all of the reports. If you go in and you read the reports, you read the news. Uh, Royce West uh, talked about it today as Royce is preparing for the runoff here in Texas. The conversation with the doctors, I have nurses on my timeline. They're all saying the same thing. This has become a political pool. You're going to have one or two here and there that are all saying the same thing. But overall, in places like Dallas and Houston, the numbers are saying that the 20-year-olds are the ones who are getting affected. They're the ones spiking now. They're the ones who have been back on vacation. They're the ones that are back in the clubs. I've been out here in Austin, drove through town, the nightlife. That is the population that is now testing positive for COVID. They're also the ones who are going to jobs. So they're in and out and they're around. They're hanging out still. And I'm friends with 20-year-olds. So it's not all the ones, like I said, it, it's become a political situation is what many people are saying. And it's because young people were basically told they could not get this. And as you said, no one really knows who can get it. Mm-mm. We don't have a cure. Mm-mm. And everybody is going on a win. And I would just say to people, what everybody is urging is that it does not matter your political affiliation. It does not. And, and a lot of these kids remember independence and, and freedom and don't want to be told what to do. I don't either. I don't like to be tracked. I don't like to be told what to do. But when I'm listening to bloggers tell me that Jamaica, which is considered a third world country, That's is crazy. safer than America because they have 10 deaths and they're able to track the movement of the people in their country. And I live in the United States of America. I'm thinking to myself, I should have just gone to Jamaica for the summer. They only had 10 deaths? They've only had 10 deaths. The procedures and the protocols in other countries do not look like what it looks here in the United States. We have had the most deaths. And that's because we will not adhere to at least the general information that we've been given. That if you're asystematic and you put on a mask, you will at least not, you are possibly not spreading the the germs, transmitting them. And I feel like and that's just it's it's hard to get people to i'm not i'm not an arguer so i'm not arguing with a soul about what you should do or shouldn't do i'm gonna say it i'm gonna speak it on to keep it going and my just like my first thing was we went back to work so what happens if one of us get how, how do you but once you realize companies don't care about your well-being or what you got going on and everybody needs to realize that they don't they don't care about you long as they make their money right and they feel like they can make their money with anybody in there. But that was my first thing. Well, I'm like, you know, I'm tired of sitting in the house. I need money. And if I was to get it, you know, I, I, the biggest the biggest problem is there's people who don't believe it's real. There are people. It's it's a lot of 
a lot of lies being spread, but that started at the head. That started at the head of the country, you know, and, 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 and when that, when the head of the country is a liar and is a, a liar, a liar is okay with getting over on people and deceiving them, right? They're okay with you believing one thing. And I'm speaking on somebody who I thought I was going to vote for, but you flat out lied to us about COVID. It was fake. Now it's real. You won't put on a mask because you don't want the media to see you with a mask on, which means you finally realize it was never fake, right? Like, so I, I, I said that also. I said the people, the people at the restaurant who were arguing about putting on a mask, that one black man said some other name. We said, hey, you got to get your mask. People go back to the car with your mask. There was a, there are people who I know support Donald Trump would, would look at the sign. They would look at the sign with their eyes and still come in. And then wait for us to say something like, we're not letting you just come in without the mask. We're trying to protect everybody. And again, that's what I tell everybody. The mask is for everyone's protection. If you don't believe in it, that's fine. If you don't believe you can get COVID, that's fine. But think about everybody else. Worry about everybody else in society. And that's why I stand on COVID, okay? I was I don't club in the first place. I don't go out. I'm not a big bar type of guy. And if anybody would invite me, I would have told them no, okay? Because until... Someone says there's a cure. Until someone can tell us definitely that we will be okay, I'm I'm I, I I'm not going to think COVID is dead. They they were making helmet or they showed us a uh, an image of a helmet that they might have for the NFL with a mask. I said okay, COVID not going nowhere if they're telling us they might put that mask on. Like there's a whole different type of face mask for helmets. You know what I'm saying? That's when I said I don't. But people only pay attention to what they pay, want to pay attention to and COVID was something a lot of people didn't want to pay attention to they wanted off their tv so they can get back out living their regular life we're not going back to regular life no time soon the mask is regular now everybody put it on whether you want to or not and i think that's just the easiest you know the easiest thing anytime i anytime i breathe wrong it's, it's like a it's like becoming paranoid during this situation I, I would just say to people, in order for us to, there are so many other things that COVID affects, and we would all like to get back to our normal lives. School in August, kids need to get back to school. Kids need to be back in school for, for academic purposes. Kids need to be back in school for economic purposes. Kids are being abused during this time. Women are, you know, abuse is up amongst children, domestic situations. So there's a variety of things that COVID is affecting as far as people's day-to-day -day life goes. And I would just suggest to people that we don't know what the facts are, but based on what the CDC and the World Health Organization has given us. With the information that we have, the only thing that we can do is be proactive when we're going out, try and limit our activity, because it's, it's common sense. Mental health breakdown, you have to have interaction with other people. That's just how we are pre-programmed to be. But let's try and limit our involvement in activity. And in anything, common sense says that being in a bar is probably not the safest place to be. And I hate that the bars are going to close. I hate that some of the restaurants are not going to be able to, to, to withstand during this time. But we do have to make mindful decisions because our decisions affect everybody around us and everybody that we come in contact with. So... That's what I would just say for that. And the reason that we're talking about COVID is because we're talking about sports. And as you said, football and the new protocols that are taking place. So to go ahead and get right into football, last night the announcement came out that Cam Newton is now a New England Patriot. 
on a one year, one million dollar deal. What are your thoughts on that? Um, we, I, me and my partners at Tiger, we feel like we seen it coming. You feel like that was probably the best place for Cam. I feel like Bill Belichick was doing one or two things. He was either gonna get Cam or he was tanking next year so he could get Trevor Lawrence, one of the two. And I felt that way. And uh, we talking about cover right now, LP. So um, I feel like no, I like LP. We talking about Cam Newton going to the Patriots. I feel like it was a good pickup for the Patriots. Bill Belichick defense gonna be legit. He got a quarterback that can win him games now. Can do a lot more than Tom Brady can do. Um, another thing, you know, now Cam won't be getting hit late. He won't be getting hit late. Bill not going for that. Bill gonna be out in the referee's face. Cam finally got a coach that has enough fortitude and star power that if you hit him, they, he, they what Bill say matters. So uh, that's a good move for Cam. One year deal gets a chance for him to play. He, he probably he got incentives on the deal, but it gives him the opportunity to show that he can still play football. I, I, I agree. Not enough money. I agree. I, I think it's ridiculous that a Cam Newton and a Jameis Winston have to. Whoa, some, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why is, why is, why is somebody who's never been an MVP name get brought up with an MVP? You didn't give me a chance to finish my statement. He, he threw 30 picks. Uh, it's not about the picks. Chase Daniels. What has he done in the NFL? Chase Daniels. He's a backup player. And he's making more money than Cam Newton and Jameis Winston. He's a backup player. Nobody cares about him. But he's making more money. And he, when I talk about these quarterbacks and the deals and the amount of money that they're paid versus their peers that do not look like them. Has, has Chase Daniels ever thrown 30 picks? Has Chase Daniels done anything that we should recognize his name? What what is what is what is what is what is, what is Jameis done for us to recognize it? He ain't never been to playoffs. Okay. So you think that you think that Chase Daniels and Jameis deserve the same pay or Chase Daniels is worth more than a million dollars as a backup? Chase Daniels ain't worth nothing. But Jameis well, Winston as a black man, he's not excelling. Right? So, I don't put black I put black men on a different level than I do white men. I'm gonna just say it like that. I feel like black men have to work harder and be great. To get the respect they deserve. They're not going to give you respect if you're just being decent. Cam deserves respect. And all I said was don't put Jameis Winston in the same category well, the with Cam. Again, we're talking about the news, right? Yeah. It's not personal relevancy. It's the overall story. Yeah. In the overall stories. Jameis not a story. He ain't did nothing. NBC Sports. The conversation today is about Chase Daniels earnings under the magnifying glass compared to Cam Newton's and Jameis Winston. So whether our personal opinion of what Jameis has done, we're, we're talking but this is, about. But it's our personal show, though. And we give our personal opinion. We're, we're, we can go personal, but in facts. Facts. In regards to the facts of what I've talked about before. I'm not advocating for Jameis. I'm just saying, when we're looking at the way that the numbers stack for backup quarterback, why is it that we have athletes that were starters in the NFL? If they have a rough season, Cam had two bad seasons. Jameis throws too many picks. Then they're fighting for an NFL career. They were without teams. See, I, I, without a team for three months. See, I can't do Cam like that. That's why I, I, my Chase Daniels and 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 Jameis Winston can go in the same category. Jameis still better than Chase Daniels all day long. All right, I know about Chase Daniels because he's from up up here. He went to Missouri. He got a whole lot of love. Cool, but. Jameis Winston didn't live up to Cam Newton was hated on because Cam was not doing what the media wanted him to do. He wasn't talking to them the way he wanted, the way they wanted him to talk to. Cam is Cam gonna ball on them. Cam gonna show them what he about, right? And, and again, Cam ain't had nothing over there. Cam, again, Cam and Jameis too. Cam ain't had no receivers. Cam ain't never had no receivers. 
Cam's best receivers was Christian McCaffrey and, 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 and ah, oh, uh, God, LJ, what's your boy's name? Olsen. My, the you, what's his name? I can't even think of his name. 88, tight end. Come on, come to me. Greg Olsen. Greg Olsen, right? That, that's his best targets. He, he, he went to the Super Bowl with nothing, right? Kim had nothing. Jameis Winston had one of the top three, top five receivers in the NFL, right? Like, it's different. But we've had this argument about, and again. Ted Gibbs for sure ain't nothing. He's a speedster. He can't catch. It's always great to have other other analysts that you look at that they're saying the same thing that I am, and I'm not just a bad guy comparing race. What All I'm saying to you is whether Jameis had a bad season or not, Jameis Winston was a starting quarterback in the NFL. For my team. It was made in 2016. He played in 10 games. Dak Prescott made $4 million in 64 consecutive games. This guy made $7 million as a backup for the Eagles in 16. Okay? This dude has never made less than – he's the lowest he's ever made is $164,000. That was in 2009, which would have been his rookie season. He made a $1 million in 2012. And we know for a fact when he was on the rosters in New Orleans, Drew Brees has started. He was on the roster in Kansas City as a backup. He was on the roster as an Eagle as a backup. So when we're talking about backup players making a million dollars, you have Cam Newton who has proven himself. You have Jameis Winston that threw that's had. You think Cam gonna be a backup? What? You think Cam gonna be a backup? Cam is gonna be the starter. Oh, you just said backup players. You said Cam. Daniels is a backup player who made a million dollars. Now, say you had said Cam. That's why I was asking you. You said Cam was a backup player. Cam Newton is a starter. He was hurt for the last two seasons. He has all of the records in Carolina. Carolina wanted no parts of him. He and Carolina, they broke up. They're no longer in a relationship. Cam Newton, who played in the Super Bowl, now has to come back and prove himself in the NFL in 2020 on a million-dollar contract when you had a backup player, a backup quarterback, that didn't play 10 games, making that in 2012, who slated to still make more. What, what are we talking about? We're not even talking about anything that's comparable I in regards even, to pay. I would never give somebody like Chase Daniels TV time. I feel like we give people relevance who don't deserve it. It's not about relevance. It's about the lack of pay that we don't want to talk about. I got you. But how many people would even speak on Chase Daniels if, 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 the, if who, whatever analyst that brought up that comparison gave power to Chase Daniels? It's that's, not about giving it's the same thing that I told you about Dak Prescott. Why Dak Prescott was worth his money in the market. It's the same conversation that I keep having mm. over and over again when I have to argue with African-American men about these quarterbacks getting their money. It ain't about what we think personally. It's about the market. I'm not doing personal. I'm, being, I'm looking at numbers and facts. Why are we talking about a backup quarterback? He's not relevant. Right, he not he not he not Jameis Winston backup. Jameis Winston has potential to be a starter. Chase Daniels was hype. A whole lot of hype. See, I I take it differently because as somebody who watches the game, I understand why are we talking. I, I've been peeped. Oh yeah, they gonna pack this. Why he still on the roster? I say this all the time. I watch football games. Why is he on the roster? He has never been good. Say this all the time. I say this all the time. Every time I watch a football game, I look some. How you got a job, Mike Glennon? How you got a job? Why he still playing? Uh, Mason, Mason Rudolph. 
I, I ain't even gonna, I ain't even gonna do cult like that. They, they, they took cult brain away. They bust that boy brain. I ain't even gonna do cult like that. I ain't even gonna do. I, Jane, Jane Harris took that man life away. But it's plenty, and I don't give relevance to them. I feel like that. Mariota is making, I'm sure, more money on a one year deal than Cam and James Winston. But, I mean, the reality is. Did Marcus Mariota get picked up? Go ahead. Did Marcus Mariota get picked up? He got picked up by the Raiders. Oh. Maybe John Gruden feel like he can uh, get him right. I don't know. Marcus Mariota, I, I, I always felt like he was a reach. He, a, he an Oregon quarterback. They don't be good. Just, just out strength. That, I ain't never. There's not an Oregon quarterback that's ever been good in the NFL because the, the offense that they run does not translate to the NFL, or they don't have a coach that can put them in the offense to run. But they even, even, even better. So the tight, the Titan starting quarterback ain't worthy to be a starter. We just being honest. You shouldn't even win. You should have been like James deserved more money than Ryan Tannehill. See again, we could have just talked starter for for backup. James better than Ryan Tannehill. What's trending for today was the conversation, and again, Chase Daniels. Oh my God! The dollar amount, and that's what I keep going back to. It's not about it's not about your level of talent. It's not even about your numbers. It's about being able to. But we talking sports? Why we talking about anything else but your level of talent? But we we don't. When you, they go to the table to sign deals, they're not just talking about your level of talent. It's about what your agent is able to negotiate for you and what value you place on yourself and what these teams are willing to pay for you. That's what this comes back down to. And be mindful, black quarterbacks haven't been a thing because they never wanted to have to have these conversations. No one, owners like Jerry Jones, never wanted to be on the mic under the microscope because we're looking at what you're not willing to give a Dak Prescott. Dalton trash. Dalton not better than a soul. Dalton is, you know what Dalton is? Dalton is, uh, Dalton is Chase Daines. Talking about Andy Dalton. Yeah, he a backup trash. Ain't none of that. Now, I, I understand. I, and my, my thing to any young black man that wants to be a quarterback, bro, you gotta work harder than everybody else. They not gonna, they not gonna give you nothing. And then they still not gonna wanna give you nothing once you do it. And then once you get it, they gonna try to take it from you. They don't wanna see you win. They don't wanna see you. Michael Vick. I tell every, Michael Vick. He became the highest paid quarterback and they had the dogs. Dogs. It's, it's Big Ben was raping women. We couldn't find nothing on him, but we was gonna put something on him, on, on Michael Vick about the dogs. And see, again, I'm not a racist person, so I can say black and white. I've been seeing it. This ain't nothing new to me. I, I Big Ben, Big. I used to call it Big Ben gonna take it, but we gonna we Big Ben can take it from a woman. Slip a slip a pill in her drink. We gonna get Michael Vick for dogs. Black men gotta work harder and, and be more elite than everybody. They're not gonna get a fair shot. They want to see you lose, right? They want to. Chase Daniel, that boy, man, that is outrageous. I ain't even talking about the number he get. The fact he's still in the league. You don't even want your quarterback to get hurt. You got to put in Chase Daniel. You know what's going to go. Chase Chase Daniel, that's crazy. Well, we'll see. As I said, we continue to have the same conversation over and over again when it comes to sports, when we come, when it comes to oh, um, social. Cam, we were talking about Cam getting signed. Go ahead. I'm listening. We talk about social systematic racism. We, we, this started with Colin Kaepernick. And as we get out of football, Colin Kaepernick is, Netflix has announced that Colin Kaepernick, uh, a Netflix series. About Colin Kaepernick. So we will see. Let me see if I can get you guys a date on Kaepernick with Netflix. Hopefully he's going to go ahead and tell his story. That was released. That information was also released today. So Kaepernick was kneeling. 
we are back to the same situation. And not this time, um, this time we're talking about more than just football. So as the protests have taken place across the country, um, social unrest in many parts of the nation, all athletes are starting to see how this is affecting their teammates, players around them. So Ava DuVernay will be doing a six-part series on Colin Kaepernick that will be coming to Netflix. We will keep you guys updated on that. Also, probably going to be just like All-American. Say that again? So it's probably going to be just like All-American. Uh, Ava DuVernay's storytelling is a little bit different. No, there ain't going to be no football, what I'm saying. Story I mean, probably gonna be story probably gonna be on point like all American all American on point, but there ain't no football in it. Cool, great story though, great story. I ain't got nothing. Ten four nothing, Madison. So we talked about sports returning. Basketball is slated to return July thirtieth in Orlando. Um, players are. We, we've seen several things happen in this time. We've seen Avery Bradley decide to stay at home. Due to family health, his health being jeopardized in regards to having a child that has health issues. So, with the Lakers not having Avery Bradley on the roster, um, J.R. Smith is supposed to be completing his deal to join them in Orlando to join the Lakers, um, which will be big for the Lakers <laughs> in regards to having a full roster and being able to compete. Um, and one of the biggest games to look forward to is return night. The Lakers versus, versus the Clippers on July 30th at 9 p.m. Eastern on TNT. So what do you think about the addition of J.R. Smith to the Lakers? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they couldn't find nobody else. He, 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 blew, the, he blew the championship. J.R. not worthy. I don't know why you want him on your squad. Ain't no. J.R. Smith blew the. Blue, LeBron had 58-8-8, and he didn't know what the, what the situation was with the game. Nah, uh, J.R. Smith, you, that y'all, y'all needed that. Y'all ain't had nobody else that was worthy, so. So you don't think J.R. can be. Uh, no. Uh, no. He don't know what's going on. J.R. Smith was in the. J.R. Smith. Again, J.R. Smith living off LeBron James. LeBron James is the difference between LeBron James and Michael Jordan. LeBron James gonna look at. He gonna look at. He been he been Christian uh, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson got paid. J.R. got paid in Cleveland. He finna get another contract. Like LeBron James be saving these people. LeBron James a good man. Cause J.R. Smith a head case. Well, me personally, I think I'm a pretty good judge of character as far as J.R. Smith goes. I think J.R. Smith's interview with uh, All the Smoke kind of gave me a different perspective of J.R. I think J.R. is a little bit more mature in certain situations. Uh, and I believe that he will come in and contribute for the Lakers. LeBron James is definitely a good friend to me. So when the opportunities present themselves and there's an open spot, he definitely does his due diligence to get those in that – he undoubtedly doesn't have a problem playing with because he, he definitely cost LeBron and that definitely was a, a situation of not paying, not not always keeping your head in the game. You um, like a 10-year a, a a vet in the game at that point, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, Say that again? Like, I can understand it was JR for a fifth year. That was like year 10. 
Maybe it had been, it might have been more than 10. Right? Yeah, because he's had 15 seasons. Okay, but, so we was at year 13. I was trying not to. You're 13. You don't know the situation, JR. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, I think I think for me, with J, like I said, with JR, I think I have a little bit more compassion because at the end of the day, the reality is what we're seeing in this nation is we expect people to hold everything together at work, and we forget that people have personal lives and things that affect them. So during those times, sometimes people should be at home, but during that championship run, you can't be at home. And your focus has to be, you have to be so focused on your job in that moment. And I think that got away from JR. You know, you have a child that has health issues and your child is in the hospital. Everybody's mind can get away from them in those moments. So I just, I I, I got a job to do. I mean, a lot of people have jobs to do, but the reality is all of the time, our mental is not even there for us to do those jobs. So that's just my thought on that. I, I hope he's more mature and he can take advantage of his opportunity. Okay. So, so pull up. This is the first half. Y'all know we got to wrap up, get y'all to break. We'll be right back. Live. I'm coming right back. Give me about a good three, four minutes. We'll be right back. <laughs> 